In a world where mental health problems are used as common tropes in various forms of storytelling, therapist Ryan Engelstad and executive producer Mike Graham try to determine what lines up with real life and what is just exaggerated fantasy. Listen as we delve into the fantastical tales told about mental health in books, movies, and television. This is Pop Psych 101. Welcome back to Pop Psych 101. I am licensed therapist Ryan Engelstad here coming from my house in quarantine week number four. Um, you know, obviously everyone's still struggling with adjustment to this, but I'm working with a lot of people dealing with similar symptoms and issues, and I'm also seeing some hope out there. So I'm hoping that uh, people are continue to build some skills and and finding support where they can to cope with this quarantine situation. Hopefully today's episode will help you do that a little bit because I'm really excited to have my brother on, um, another family member of mine, and he and I are going to be talking about the Disney Pixar movie Onward, which just got released on Disney+. Plus. Onward, of course, starring Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. It is a fantasy adventure movie. Um, and you'll hear all about it when I do my synopsis, uh, once we start the, the discussion with my brother, but I just wanted to say, you know, I'm really excited to, to have the podcast back up and going. Uh, I still have the intro with Mike who I, it's just really hard for me to let go of it, even though it's not completely accurate for what the show's right, what the show's doing right now. But, um, we'll see uh, if anyone has suggestions or if anyone would like to create their own new intro, I would love to hear some suggestions because the show is going to continue to evolve as we all kind of figure out what the best way for, for the show is to move forward, to move onward, right? So without further ado, um, please enjoy this discussion with my brother Brendan about the show Onward. But first, a word from our sponsor. All right, and today I am thrilled to have another family member of mine on the podcast. We'll see how long I can make this work. Um, I only have so many family members, but you know, we'll see. So joining me today on the podcast is the one, the only Brendan Engelstad. Brendan, thanks for coming on the show. Of course. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. My pleasure. So today we are um, unsurprisingly talking about a movie about brothers because mm -hmm. you and I are brothers and um, this movie was miraculously brought to Disney Plus like several months in advance, which was a yeah. godsend I know for uh quarantined parents everywhere um my wife and daughter actually saw so we're talking about onward in case i didn't already mention it um my wife and and daughter we all saw it in theaters because anytime a disney or pixar movie comes out now we have to see it in the movie theater obviously yeah um and loved it um my brin almost made it all the way through before wanting to leave <laughs> she kind of gets antsy sometimes well, it's and, better. Is it better if she wants to fall asleep or if she wants to leave? We're actually, I think we're through the falling asleep. Oh, all right, all good. So now it's just like, I don't like this anymore. I want to go right. home. I'm done. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. So it's like, I think that just means it's boring. So right, right. whatever, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I loved it in the theater. And then it came out on, on uh, Disney Plus this week, I think like Sunday or Monday. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we got to watch it again. So it was cool kind of knowing um, the the emotional parts that and seeing how they set it up now, watching it for the second or third time. So um, 
just to kind of set up, you know, Onward, if you haven't seen it already, go see it. It's free if you have Disney Plus now. Um, Onward is the, the tale of two teenage elf brothers, uh, Ian and Barley, who embark on a magical quest to spend one more day with their late father. Uh, like any good adventure, their journey is filled with cryptic maps, impossible obstacles, and unimaginable discoveries. But when their mother finds out that their sons or her sons are missing, she teams up with the legendary Manticore to bring her beloved boys back home. So, um, and that was a summary that I just pulled off of Google. So in case I'm doing any uh, uh, plagiarism, uh, thank you, Google. Um, so yeah, really cool movie. I, I think one of the things I was, ex- I remember being excited about it, seeing the trailer, because it felt like a different kind of movie. Yes, especially a different kind of Pixar movie. Yes. So there are no just like, talking cars or toys Mm -hmm. or emotions or fish it was you know i guess it was technically elves but even like they were basically people right exactly i was gonna say it was was like more human than any pixar movie usually yes yeah and i think this is shifting in that direction yeah yeah so you know we really liked it i mean it was it was interesting because immediately i found myself relating to the younger brother um ian who's like kind of a nerd um you know socially awkward shy he's like about to have a birthday party and he's like freaking out writing instructions himself on his hand about how to invite friends to his birthday party um and then his older brother barley um who was a couple years old when their father passed away from some unnamed illness um i guess when ian was born the dad was not alive I, that, I guess he I died so. quickly after. It was the okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because I think the picture that they show of the family is like just the mom and the two kids when he's a yeah, yeah. pretty young. So, so Barley's the older brother, has some memories of his dad, but only a couple. He says throughout the movie, like three or four or five. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, he's initially cast as this kind of like, I, I guess like in a, I don't know if the burnout exists in fairy world, but he's yeah. like kind of a burnout, kind of a. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's not working. He's got a, a beat up old van um, and he just kind of gets himself into trouble sometimes. Right. Yeah. And I, I think like it is he is still he is like cast as a, a nerd, too, because. He's oh, yeah. hundred like percent. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons game. He's like um, a different kind of nerd. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. He's an extrovert, extroverted nerd. <laughs> Yeah, it's like if you compared the two of them, like Barley would be the nerd that like enthusiastically goes to Renaissance fairs. Yes, yes. And Ian would be the uh, like embarrassed nerd that like to follow along from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like reads all the fan fiction, but doesn't go uh-huh. like doesn't go to Comic Con himself. Yeah, he's very online, Ian. Yeah, Ian's exactly. very online. Yeah, <laughs> good description. Um, so yeah, so it's like this this great relationship where this um they kind of like well barley does more of the teasing and barley kind of teases ian um because on like we open the movie and it's ian's is it his 13th birthday 16th birthday um he's becoming a man whatever the yeah. age that is in this world he's becoming a man he, I like he was 16. in high school he was, he was driving but i don't know if oh yeah that's you know, true so let's just say how closely the ages I, they might not have mentioned the specific age but let's just say yeah, 15 yeah, yeah. Um, when you might be able to get your permit and whatever sure. this onward land is. Yeah. Um, yes. So we have that. Um, and immediately it's this sort of tension of Ian is like trying to 
like remember his dad he's wearing his dad's college sweatshirt and yeah. it's clear that that there was the lack of memories are important to him he just kind of like wants a relationship with this person that he basically never met yeah. so i found myself relating to ian i don't know as you're watching it like are you immediately kind of like making connections to the characters or this is more like outside what felt familiar to you Oh no! Well, I mean, just as the younger brother, I I put myself in his shoes instantly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that was, but I I I probably had a harder time fitting myself into either one personality wise, I guess. Sure. From from the get, from, at least from the start. Well, like, would you identify as a nerd? I mean, you're into some nerdy things. Yeah. So it's interesting. I I did, I mean. You know, we grew up and played, you know, magic cards. We sure did. I love, I love that. Yeah. I've dug but mine out and during that, quarantine. Yeah. Oh, well, it's smart. <laughs> outside of that and like, I mean, we did like Saturday morning cartoons and stuff. Yeah. 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 But I was pretty much like a typical little like jock kid growing up. Yeah. Played every sport. But then within the last like five years, I mean, you've been in like my basement. It's full of it's there's a marvel comic on every single wall that's right there is a the cute big nice video game station and 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 comic books everywhere and yep. i'm obsessed my favorite podcast is a dungeons and dragons podcast <laughs> I've, right, I'm, so what is it like a late blooming nerd that's yes 100 okay. yeah. yeah. it's, it's funny i never like got an opportunity to, to be a nerd <laughs> as a kid but now i I'm living that out as a 30 year old. Well, you know, now it's, it's cooler to be a nerd now. The most popular movies are all comic book movies. Uh-huh, and, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. And every movie star is trying to be a superhero. So exactly. So yeah. there you go. So I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's, so it's funny. Cause I, I think I could also kind of relate to both of them in different ways. Like I do mm-hmm. improv. So in a lot of ways I am that like, I want to be loud and on stage yeah, yeah. and like do a funny character and funny voices, which is very much like Barley was all about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we'll say a spoiler alert now. Um, so, you know, as sort of as the movie goes on, it's clear that Barley is kind of Ian's dad. He's yes. like an awkward, funny, teasy, like dad jokes kind of dad. And I think yeah. that was the part of Barley that I could definitely relate to is like, you know, I tease my four-year-old daughter and we play and we make believe and we, you know, I try to get her into magic. She's not there yet, but I, we still have time. Um, yeah. yeah. But that's so, true. You know, all, all you're trying to do is make her laugh like 85% yeah. of the time. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, yeah, it's, it's they were really good characters, I think is what I'm trying to say, is that there was this, yeah, yeah. There was, they were not flat. They were like these really well-rounded characters that I think yeah, because they could have like... Yeah, Ian could have been like, "Oh God, my stupid older brother," but he he never like hated him. No, not at all. He was he was just like he he resented him a little bit because he thought he was maybe a little bit of a burnout. But right, it, it certainly wasn't a a, a bad relationship. It no. just wasn't realized, maybe. Yeah, and it was interesting. I mean, you know, and so obviously here on Pops Like One Hundred and One, we kind of try to break down the different characters like mental health, like to the degree to which they are mentally healthy. And Mm. when we first meet Barley, he seems like super confident. Like, even though he's into some nerdy stuff, like he's not ashamed. Mm -hmm. He's not embarrassed. He's like, this is me. Like, take me as I am, which is kind of awesome. And then over time, we see some of the insecurities. We see some of the cracks in his armor, his, his confidence Mm. um, that it actually really is important to him 
how, you know, his younger brother sees him, how, mm-hmm. you know, um, how other people see him and something not he's, he doesn't care as much about other people, but he definitely cares about how his younger brother sees him. Yes. Yes. And then with Ian, it's like, um, you know, he is, you know, he's literally making lists throughout the movie trying to become more like his dad that he never met. So he's got yeah. a lot of issues. Not and, yeah. and and to be clear, you know, we're not necessarily like diagnosing him with depression or anything like that. No, no, no. Um but there might be some social anxiety. Um uh, there he, might he be some discomfort. Yeah, and that's what he's trying to do through these like checklists is like yeah. be more bold, be, you know, try to laugh, try to loosen up, try to have fun, try to invite people to your birthday party. He's trying right, to right. be more confident because he lacks a lot of that so yeah there there is some some interesting balances between these two characters um and on some big picture level they are both kind of dealing with grief i mean neither one of them knew their dad that well but they're both i think acknowledging this this like underground loss right they just want to know this guy so so the whole plot of the movie right is them trying to get to know him they get this this wizard staff from their dad on Ian's 16th birthday. And with it is a spell and a Phoenix gem um, that's supposed to be able to bring their bad dad, excuse me, their dad back for one day. And it doesn't go to plan as any, uh, this is like the plot turn, right? Um, They only get half of him back, his pants. (laughs) Well, that was kind of hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, and they threw in the anecdote where Barley like, plays drums on his feet right so yeah so a lot of really sweet that, things about that, like yeah. how does a pair of legs like know who the people exactly, are exactly, yeah, yeah. and it's like yeah. barley knew he knew barley because barley used to play the drums on his feet like dun, 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 right mm-hmm. and he didn't yeah. he never knew ian but he kind of like gave him some some feet taps and tried to awkwardly yeah, hug yeah. him with his legs so right. you see this like weird relationship developing and that's when you kind of realize like oh they kind of are mourning this thing that they never had. Right. Um, so it's really interesting. I thought they did that really well. Um, and you kind of get to see the characters grow and, and adjust almost like go through some of the stages of grief over the course of the movie. Sure. Um, so I, w- I wanted to get a sense like from you, as you saw like Ian and, and Barley kind of grow and grow together like what were your favorite some of your favorite moments like seeing that that shift happen over time you know i think i, I thought uh, you know it's, it's tough not to try to predict these type of movies yeah yeah but when i when i first found that barley was really excited and and proud and and like pumped that his little brother was like a magic user yeah i thought that was really sweet yeah I I went I thought because when I thought when I saw that happening I was like oh no Barley's gonna be really jealous and sure he's gonna like hold this against it. he's like no I should have been the magic guy you didn't even believe in this but he was he was so proud that his little brother like had this inside of him yep. I was like oh that's really that's a really cool moment that I didn't I didn't really think that was gonna happen but that I that, that was a really unexpected moment that I really enjoyed yeah yeah so and that's I think that they. You know, because I think to our point, like a lot of movies immediately just set up conflict and they, yes. I think, really tried to establish that this was a good relationship between these two brothers. Yes. And the conflict really only came up when they were dealing with the sort of intensity of, you know, wanting to know their dad, wanting to, you mm-hmm. know, f- fulfill the mission. Right. Um, yeah. 
and so you know barley had to sit with the knowledge that ian kind of thought he was sort of a burnout flame out failure kind yeah. of thing um even though ian kind of denied it but it was you know it's you know let's say barley's in his 20s um like he wasn't doing anything we're not saying he right, was a burnout right. but like you know you could understand why a younger brother might have those yeah. have those thoughts right um but yeah i loved some of the stuff where you know barley is essentially teaching ian magic right yes barley is into all this stuff that in this universe is real um mm. you know magic used to be this thing and that was the other thing i liked about like the universe setup was that magic existed until technology yeah. came along <laughs> yeah yeah um just people, people were basically like well it's just easier to do this yeah and i think that's i mean like such a great commentary on our world it's yes. like what have we lost since technology came through and like right. now the only way we connect with each other is like through our phones and social media yeah. and all this kinds of stuff um so i actually i actually like that as a as a meta commentary sure sure but you know so we see him like learn these spells over the course of the movie and then you know, they're sort of ramping up in progression of the challenges that they have to face. Um, one of them being like their stepfather, who's a um, a centaur police officer mm-hmm. um, and is kind of like chasing them as they're trying to, to so- solve all these clues. Right. Yeah. Um, so they're also literally dealing with, you know, their stepfather wanting a closer relationship with them, literally chasing them mm-hmm. down. Um, I thought they kind of handled that pretty well. I think they, you know, I don't know if you know any anyone who's uh, uh, has a step parent or a step child for that matter. Um, oh, that's a good question. I think I do actually. But I've worked with some. I've worked with plenty of people who have that experience, and it was pretty. I was pretty on point. There's like an embarrassment. There's like a, you're trying to be really close to me, and I'm not ready for that vibes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I did that. They did that really well, and they didn't make you know he's like a awkward centaur guy but he's not a right. bad guy he's not overbearing yeah, yeah yeah and it also it gave the brother something to bond over a little bit for sure yeah yeah and i think um you know so so they they're getting through all these challenges and you know one of my favorite moments was so they get to like a literal cliff and it's like over a a bottomless pit, I think they say. Mm-hmm. It's a bottomless pit, right? Where they can't, their van can't go any further. Yeah. And Barley has to teach Ian how to do like an invisible bridge. And obviously Ian's terrified and like, because you can't see the bridge. So you're literally just walking over air, trusting yeah. that it's going to be there at every step. So they wrap him around a rope just in case he stops believing and the bridge disappears. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets like halfway across and his confidence slowly builds and then the rope falls off, but he doesn't know it yet. I just thought this was dancing. Oh my god. What an incredible (laughs) metaphor for um I mean, frankly, as a therapist for therapy. Oh really? So um and I I often I've used this example with people that I've worked with where it's like, you are not gonna know when you're ready to stop working with me. It's mm. not going to be obvious, right? You're not yeah. going to wake up one day and be like, hey, I don't think I need to see my therapist anymore. You're just going to be, sure, yeah, go ahead. I'm sure it's almost impossible for you to say, well, right. right. So that's the dilemma, right? So <laughs> yeah. if I'm Barley in this situation, I'm not going to tell someone to untie the rope from themselves. Like if right. you feel like you need this, walk all the way across without it. But uh-huh. what happens is the rope falls off. And he literally yeah. loses that lifeline and yeah. 
for like another couple of steps. He doesn't even realize that he's doing fine without it. Yeah. It's only that when he realizes it with like one or two steps to go, he realizes that he doesn't have that like lifeline support anymore. And then he realizes that the bridge is not real and he starts to fall. But of course the movie cliffhanger, like he grabs on with one arm and lifts himself up. Great. Um, But I just thought that was such a great metaphor, not just for therapy, but for this relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Where like Ian kind of didn't realize what he had and then what he didn't have, but maybe didn't need. Yes. Yes. I think you know that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I just thought they did a really good job with that. Um, Yeah. So then obviously they build from there. Um, They go through like some of the classic like dungeon scenes that happen in these sort of like Mm -hmm. fantasy movies. Right. Um, And then finally the climax where they have to fight the, the rock dragon rock dragon and then you know the sort of tearjerker moment which you know is coming with a a pixar movie is you know they get the second phoenix gem they get to bring their dad back but as this is happening and ian is fighting off this dragon um you know uh he kind of gets blocked off from seeing his dad's body be completed and it's uh, like well, he crazy. He sacrifices his own time, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So the barley offers to let Ian meet him, and he'll go distract the dragon. Yeah. And yeah, go ahead. So I mean, you 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 were saying, and, and Ian basically says no. You know, I I Ian real Ian, Ian realizes it. So so throughout the movie, he's kept a, a checklist of things he wants to do with his father, right? Yep. He, when he has he wants to play catch he wants to tell him about his hopes and dreams he wants to laugh with him yeah. a couple other things and then he's sitting there I, I think they had like a they had a quick falling out right mm-hmm. oh when they when they came back when they came out of the tunnel and they realized they're basically at, at where they started and ian's like this is the dumbest thing i've ever done you wasted all my time how could you do that that's that's the big fallout moment between the brothers yep he realizes he takes his notebook out to cross off all the stuff that he did. He's never going to be able to do with his dad. And then slowly, but surely realizes that he's done all these things with his brother. And that's when he has the full realization that my brother's my dad. But then, then the big action scene happens and he, he tells, he tells his older brother that's, Hey, Hey, you know what? You never had a relationship with your father, but I always had a relationship with my father because it's you. Mm-hmm. So let me, so why don't you have the remaining time left? And I'll I'll fight the dragon. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you have this moment of him realizing that he's not going to get to meet his dad, but he's watching Barley have that that meeting, right? Um, yes. Yeah. So that's like they really get you there. <laughs> yeah. They really got me. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm yeah, sitting well, there with like, my four just... and a half year old daughter, like, oh man. Yeah. And he's like straining his neck just to see oh, it, gosh, and you're and yeah. you're, all, you're tense on the couch. Yeah. Yeah, so it, that that was a is a tough emotional scene, but um, and then of course like you know barley, so the dad disappears into the the mist, <laughs> and barley kind of comes over and he tells him what the like ridiculous wizard name that his dad would have had for himself, right. and and he says you know and this dad wanted me to give you this, and he gives him like the hug, and and Ian kind of leans yeah, into yeah. it, and everybody's crying, and it's so sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they save the day, and now Ian is this like strong, brave, confident wizard, basically. Yeah. And Barley is is this now this person is someone who's worked with with people who have dealt with grief. He's this kind of like person who has this weight off of his shoulders. So you kind of see him in the sort of like uh, the aftermath, and he's. Um, kind of helping out around the house did he have a job i'm trying to remember what the what the end 
was. It felt like he was doing something. Yeah, he got like a new van. That's all. I yeah. All right. Well, he was he was doing much better. Let's say emotionally. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he got a job. I don't know. Yes, he yeah, got a new I mean, van. Ian got him a new van, and they're going on their happily ever adventure. Well, he, did, he did get a new van, and Ian painted it, right? So maybe some's he, money, some money's a coming few, in. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So let's just pretend that he has a, a job yeah. at maybe he's working for the Manticore, who we didn't really talk about, yeah, but sure. a great character. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just like it's just a really great movie. Um, and you know, one of the other reasons that I wanted to have you on to talk about this, obviously beyond the fact that we are brothers and it's a movie about brothers. Mm-hmm is that I think it's a movie about brothers that are like learning things about themselves. Right. Sure. So, so I, and you and I have, um, you know, have, I would say a pretty, pretty good relationship. And, but even within that, like this quarantine situation has been bonkers. Yes. It's weird. So it's so weird. And I just have to say, and then, you know, um, I've learned a lot about you. Like you are, um, just you know the so you know for people who don't know you um what what what's been going on for you the past two weeks <laughs> well really longer so, than that four weeks yeah much more, more than that longer than that so we um let's see i i proposed to my fiance about a, a nine ten months yep. ago and we've been planning our wedding for march 28th yep. for you know since then um and yeah, that's what's been going on. I mean, it has been, um, so for the past, I mean, well, March 28th was, uh, a week ago, two weeks, a week and a half ago. Yep. Uh, but, but so for a month before that, we're just every night, me and my fiance at the time, we're just, boy, I, I wonder, I wonder what's going to happen. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, I I had the flu in February. Mm. Are you one of those people that thinks your flu might have been the coronavirus? I don't know okay. because I it wasn't respiratory to me. Right. Respir- respiratory. Yeah, respiratory. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was. I just felt like a you know just a piece of shit for a week. Well, yeah, because uh, I had supposedly walking pneumonia yeah. in in January or February, right? Was yes. That- and so I, I just find myself wondering the same thing. You see all these stupid Facebook posts like, oh, I think everybody uh-huh. had this. But anyway. Yeah, um, <laughs> our, our mother had it. Yeah. So you guys um, are trying to figure out what to do. Moved. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so we're like, and I'm, I'm texting you. I'm, yeah. text, I'm talking to my dad every night, our dad every night. Yep. I'm, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm worried that if, if I'm being selfish to try to have the wedding and, then, you know, I mean, it's, we don't have any, you know, we did not have any grandparents cut that would be coming to the right. wedding, but there was still going to be some old folks come. Yeah, sure. Um, if you had the full wedding, and if you had like everybody come, yeah, if we had the full yeah. wedding for the full close to two hundred people yeah. there. You know, our parents are in, our, in their sixties. Yep. You know, they're not they're not young anymore, but, uh, but they're very they're, fit. obviously they're both, they're very fit and they're very healthy. Yeah. They're you know they're not you know they don't have asthma, they don't right, smoke right, anything. Right. But yeah, it was just like, boy, are we being selfish? And then we're like, you know, we're, we'll certainly send out notices that like if you feel at all you know unsafe mm-hmm. about coming to this please we understand and then obviously two weeks I, we it was funny we went to sunday dinner with our parents and our our sister yep. and at, at, at our uncle's house and it was it was the weekend it was probably march like 14th or something um maybe 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 the weekend before that and it was the weekend where 
the CDC recommended that no more than 50 people gather. Yeah. Um, and we, I, we learned that coming home from oh, dinner wow. that Sunday yeah. night. And I, we kind of just sat on the couch that night, kind of just like, oh, <laughs> it's not going to happen. At least not the original <laughs> way. No. It's March 28th. We are not going to have a 200-person right. wedding. And then the next, that Monday, we finally talked to, uh, my, my fiance, Gabriella, finally had talked to our venue, who basically said, it's not going to happen. Uh, we quickly tried to reschedule, in which we were successful in doing, hopefully, to July 4th, which is a Saturday, which we're really hoping works Fingers out. crossed, yep. That we can have a big party on July 4th with all of our friends and family. But what also happened was we contacted the church and our town to get the marriage license and said, hey, is it possible that we can still get married on March 28th? Because we really just want to be married yeah, to each yeah, other. Uh, and God willing, you know, we maybe some strings were pulled from above, who knows, but we were able to have a wedding on March 28th yeah. with about 10 people. You were you were my best yep. man. Uh, our, our parents were there. We got married in San Rose Church, and it was it was beautiful. It was something I'll never forget. Yeah. Obviously, you know, it's, you know, it's my wedding day. It's the happiest day yeah. of my life. So, uh, you know, we had to. We did that. We came straight yeah. home. Yeah. No <laughs> we, after party. We, yeah. We opened a couple bottles of champagne yep. and had a had a nice night. Um, but yeah, it was you know it was certainly not what we expected. But at the end of the day, we just really wanted to get married to each other and. Uh, we really want to get married to each other, and we and at the same time, we're we have no effing clue, of course, what the future right, what's is going to happen next. Right, time. of course, yeah, yeah, and so, so that's what's been going on with me. Yeah, yeah. so Long story no, short, no, so I, I, I am married. Yeah, so, congratulations! <laughs> I've obviously already told but you, yeah. but but yeah, I just I have to say, um, you know, and I'm I'm the first person to admit, like this whole thing freaked me out. Um, yeah, I was I could not have been happier for you guys. But as your brother and best man, like I knew I was going to be there. Like there wasn't any question in my mind that I'd be mm -hmm. there, but I was concerned. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I just just talking to you about this stuff and feeling your obviously it was a lot of it was text, but I could just feel your yeah. sense of like, we're doing this. There's no hesitation. I mean, even if there was, you know, nerves or um you know, anxiety around, you know, the potential yeah. risks. It was just like, we love each other. We're getting married. That's all there is to it. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, yeah. I mean, like, of course we wanted our family yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. But, but at the end of the day, we, we kind of told everybody, yeah, you don't have to be there. Right. <laughs> and look, I, I think, uh, and all the respect in the world to both you and, and Gabby, yeah. I, I think, you know, it, it was such a, an incredible honor for me to be there and see you guys do that in the weirdest of circumstances. Mm -hmm. And, and I know that that's going to be a, a powerful memory and, and both in, yeah. in good and not as good ways, you know, because you would have mm -hmm. of course loved everybody to be there. Um, you know, and we'll, we'll do our best to make up for it in July or whenever. Um, but yeah, I just, I have to say like, um, I was so impressed and like, it kind of felt like, um barley seeing ian as a wizard it's like oh man like mm -hmm. this guy is like strong he's like confident yeah. he's like <laughs> he's just gonna do this 
Like, yeah. And so I just, I, I just, because I, you know, was freaking out and I continue to freak out in my own way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, so we, we got pickup, we got takeout tonight. Sure. Right? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Clubs, yeah. Um, and we're just, we're driving there. I had, I put on my mask and we're like, this is such a fucking weird time yeah. in our lives and we just couldn't stop saying how weird it is like you know you're cooped up all day but at at the end of the day you're just home you're you know i mean obviously work is different we're both very fortunate that we're still working um but then you go outside and you're like this is really weird like this is really different um so yeah and 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 it's easy to say like oh nothing's gonna happen to us we're both young and fit But of course it's a risk to go outside yeah. and, and especially to get married, sure. even with 10 people yep. there, it's yep. a risk. So, I mean, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It, it was certainly weird and, and I'm really happy we did it. Of course. I mean, obviously I'm, you know, obviously I'm happy, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, like I, you know, it's been about, I guess, what has it been 10 days almost yeah. since we got mm-hmm. married doesn't seem like anyone from that <laughs> mass has gotten uh, knock sick. wood. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Not exactly. People knock yeah, on wood. Um, so that's yep. good. No one got arrested. No one got arrested. We didn't get yeah, fined or anything. Right. That's good. Um, yeah. but yeah, at a certain point, uh, and I, I give all credit to my wife, Gabriella. Yeah. She was, you know, I, I kind of said to her, I said, you know, I, I, are, are you sure you're not going to miss like the big entrance? And she said, Brendan, I just want to get married to you. And that's all really, that's all it took for yeah, me. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm so happy and, and that she, you know, pushed ahead for yeah. us and I, she was, she was fully correct in doing so. And I, I'm, I'm, you know, a very, very lucky man. <laughs> well, like Ian and Barley, you guys feed off each other's strengths. Um, yes, yes. and I think that that's, that's what you need to get through a, uh, you know, whether it's an adventure or a marriage or a quarantine that you need to be able to lean on each other a little bit. And, you know, I'm so yeah. happy for you guys. I, I will say, yeah. um, so like the two or three days before yeah. you were just texting me nonstop pretty much. Yeah, I was freaking out. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and which was, I, it was not, not out of character for you because you know, that you're, you're always thinking of the, have you thought the, about this? Are you concerned about this? Yes. 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 Um, which of course, which you, had, I, which of course I, you had, like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> what, I mean, well, you know, some things I, some things I probably told you, yeah, Ryan, I, I've thought about that yeah. and I, I secretly, I'm like, all right, I, I gotta, I gotta check. Okay. That. <laughs> all right. Well, that makes you feel better. <laughs> but, um, but I appreciated it because it's, it's really tough to, to say that to somebody, mm. right? Like that—that's hard for you to do well, that to if me. If I'm being honest, yes. <laughs> um, I because the last thing I would have wanted was to like discourage you guys from not like committing your lives to each other. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just because I I wanted this experience to be as amazing as it could be for you guys. Um, mm-hmm. And I think now, like for sure, you guys have like a, an an incredible. Um, like memory like starting point like of resilience of like we can do anything we got we got married (laughs) in you know in the middle of quarantine and Uh and it worked out great i mean 
knock wood every you know obviously everything's gonna we're still working through this crazy quarantine situation but um you know we, we couldn't be happier for you guys and i'm so proud of both of you for for doing this even if it was risky or whatever like mm-hmm. you know what you got to do it so you did it i'm so proud of you guys and and as my younger brother um you know i think at a certain point it, you stop feeling like a younger older dynamic and it's just like that's just my brother yeah. that's just a man um who i have an incredible amount of respect for so so kudos to you. well i will i will probably never stop thinking of you as an older brother all right that's fine <laughs> i'm fine with that <laughs> but i mean you know you know you're you know the, the friend of my life so I, I can't you'll never take that away but all right but yes you are someone who or is is wise behind your beyond your years so i will always accept that wisdom all right well especially when i, I appreciate that as long as you don't go the route of my daughter and start reminding me of how much gray hair i have i'll, I'll take it no no never i can't ever all right you look like mr Fantastic. That's a, that's a great great all right well hey man um thank you so much for coming on the show today um sure, we sure. will continue to cope with this these extraordinary circumstances as best we can on this adventure we're all on um i love you yeah i love you too let's can we figure out how to play dungeons and dragons through quarantine i was gonna ask you if you want to play magic over over uh oh i have i have like shoe boxes of cards that i could send to you um, yeah, sure. That'd be pretty easy yeah, over Zoom. Be... I feel like. Um, yeah, sure. I, I know there are there exist ways to do Dungeons and Dragons over online. I've just never done that myself. So, um, have you you've played Dungeons and Dragons? Right? Yeah, just a handful of times. But um, yeah. I'm much more well versed in the in the realm of Magic: The Gathering. But hey, yeah. whatever we can pull together is is worthwhile. We've oh, done 100%. trivia and, and other games, so I'll take anything we can get at this point. Yeah, I don't know if my PlayStation can connect to your three Xbox. No, sadly so. not. We'll we'll find another way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Thanks for having me on. This was this was great. Anytime. All right, man. Thanks so much. Have a good rest of your week, and maybe we'll have you on again sometime. <laughs>